Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. We got another deep episode with myself, Chris Kokoris, and Dr. Preston Gregory. This one, we're coming at you a li- at a different angle. A lot of times we come with some positive notions. We had some different topics. But today, we want to get a little deep with you guys and talk a little bit about our weaknesses, right? Because we all have them. And more specifically, fear. What are we scared about? What really digs deep into our souls and gets us to tear up and turn and twist at night? You can't sleep. What is something that really fears you? And I want to ask you, Preston, what is that one thing that you are fearful about? A lot of times you ask people, what are you afraid of? What's your biggest fear? Snakes, clowns, heights. Those are surface level things. Yeah, I don't like snakes. My biggest rooted fear is not living up to my full potential. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is that all my life, Something inside of me has been tugging on my heartstrings. Not that it was I felt superior or I felt better than others, but something was always nudging me saying, Preston, you're destined to do something big with your life. I don't know why. I have no idea why God put me in this situation. My family, what I come from, the opportunities I've had, becoming a doctor, running a business. For some reason, God has positioned me to do massive things in my life. And my biggest fear is one day standing before God or one day lying on my deathbed saying, man, I still got a full tank. I want to die on E. I want to exhaust it. I want to give life everything I possibly have. I want to maximize my potential. You know, a lot of times I'm like, why me? Why am I in this position? And not that I'm ungrateful, but sometimes I am. I don't really feel like I was supposed to be here. Looking at my history and my family and, and the friends that I hung around with and what direction my friends went and then how I went the opposite. And I just feel like I've been blessed with so many opportunities. I don't want to sl- I don't want them to slip through the cracks. I don't. So what are some of the things that you do to combat that? Obviously, you just said you saw other peers go directions you don't want to go. Maybe certain things in your life you didn't like the way that it was going. How do you combat with that as far as, you know, dealing with that fear and saying, okay, should I turn that into fuel from my fire? You know, what, what are the things that you use the tactics to combat with, with the, the fear? Well, it wasn't healthy at first because my biggest fear was just not effing up. You know, it wasn't even the fact that I wanted to become something. I saw something in my life that I didn't want. That's all I knew. I didn't want to end up like the people around me. I didn't want to make the same choices as the people around me. That was it. That was the only driving force. Don't be like them. Okay, well, if you're not going to be like them, what are you going to become? I don't know. I'm just not going to be an idiot. So I didn't know. But as I avoided the wrong path, and I just somehow just measled over and found the right path, as I started to grow myself, as I started to go inward, and as I started to reflect a little bit, if you don't get quiet with yourself and reflect, you're never going to know your purpose. You're never going to know these things. But the biggest thing is when I started to flood my mind and expand my horizon of what I could become, not what I, 
Not that, hey, I don't want this. Great. Most people know what they don't want. What do you want? You have the option to become something great. I didn't know that. I just knew something inside of me said, there's more. Did I know what it was? No shot. Did I ever think in a million years I was going to be a doctor and have my own upper cervical chiropractic office? Did I ever think I was going to be on a podcast? No shot. But now that I'm here, my biggest failure or my biggest fear is not maximizing it. Of having this, having a platform where people respect me. I run a business. I can impact people's lives. And being so close to living a massive life, not because I want to be rich, but because I want to basically express the gifts inside of me. God's given me something. And I feel like it's either through words or podcasts or my hands or helping people heal or motivating them, whatever it is. But I want to get on the path of my purpose and go 100 mile an hour. And when I die, I want the tank to be on E. No gas left because I gave it all I got. And I feel like I did that. It goes back to my choices. It goes back to ownership. What we talk about every episode, having a standard. And I realize that I can't rely on anyone to do it for me. I like that. Rich. You don't, you say, I don't care about being rich, but you do care about being rich, but not rich through money. Rich internally. And Ah, oh, that's the best thing you've ever said. Right? Yes. Rich mentally, physically, emotionally, because that richness, now you can start to, in a sense, give charity to everybody else. You're sharing your wealth with others. Bro, my grandma in Arizona has 20-something grandkids. <laughs> And she always, she's always said something special about you, Preston. My mom always told that about me. She always said that. And to see the sacrifice that my mom made for me, I saw my mom miserable. My mom was not happy. My mom was an amazing woman. I love my mom more than anything. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. But I saw my mom suffer. And she put herself on the back burner to make sure I had everything I needed. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. I don't want to let those people down. My family that's believed in me, my mom, my dad, my uncle, I saw people in my immediate family that never had the opportunity I had. Never. Did they have the potential? 100%. They didn't have the opportunity. But they made sure I had that opportunity. And I want to make damn sure I maximize that. It's the pressure. Yeah. It's the pressure of not dropping the ball. You know, they didn't have it. But because you do, you saw, and you want to make them proud, right? And you want to surpass even their expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it takes a, a while to find that purpose, find that passion. You know, like you say, you didn't know what you wanted to do. Nobody knows what they want to do at first. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It takes digging, but you got to be aware. You need to be searching for something. If you were just going day to day, you don't like where you're at, but you're not trying to find anything else. What do you expect is going to change? Nothing. What do you enjoy doing? You don't have to have some massive 10-page purpose. Yeah. Do, what do you like doing? Start doing that more often. Does that make you feel alive? Do things that make you feel alive because your purpose is what makes you feel alive. By the way, we're recording this podcast at 9 o'clock at night, and I'm fired the freak up because this is my purpose. Whether it's 7 a.m., noon, or 9 p.m., I love this because when I sit here and I start thinking about my life and what I've been blessed and gifted with and the opportunities I have, I can't not get excited because it, it makes me reflect. Another thing stemming off all of this is tomorrow is not promised. So often we think, man, we got the next 30 years. 
We got 40 years in the game. One day we'll be old. One day we'll be grandparents. We got plenty of time. Fortunately, we don't. Tomorrow's not promised. We could die tomorrow. So the last thing I want to do is put my dreams on, on layaway. And you want that fear. Mm-hmm. You know, there is science out there right now where they're trying to figure ways to get people to live forever. And we have this conversation. If you had the choice, I mean, think about this. If you had the choice to take a pill that would make you live forever, would you take it? And we, me and Preston had this conversation. And at first glance and first thought, you're like, yeah, like I want to live forever. But then where does the time, like does time even exist anymore? Is there any, any sort of pressure to get anything done, right? There's no importance, like there's no urgency, no air urgency to get anything done if you could live forever, right? Because right now, you know, you are, you know, raising kids, you're building a business, you're taking care of your health. But if you had to live forever, you're like, ah, I'll do it later. I have eternity. <laughs> Plenty of time. Plenty of time. But it's not. It's that. It's, it's knowing that the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. And the, t- the, the clock doesn't run forever. It's going to run out. I'm going to die. That's the fear that makes you leverage taking massive action. That's the moments that makes you hug your children. That's the moments that makes you appreciate things because you know it's not going to last forever. It's temporary. Mm-hmm. That. And thinking about dying... And think about what do you want to leave behind? Do you want to leave anything behind? Ed Milet said this. He said, my greatest fear is to one day die and stand before God and standing beside God as the man that he destined me to be, that he created me to be, that he gave me the tools and ability to become. And I meet that guy and we're complete strangers. That's my biggest fear. He says, what I hope is I see the man that God created me to be that I had the potential to be. And I shake his hand and say, man, I've been chasing you and I got pretty close. We're almost twins. <laughs> you are destined to become something. You are here for a reason. It's good to have a little bit of fear. You have to. You have to. I'm, I'm fearful every single day. There's a lot of days I'm scared. I'm stressed. There's a lot of moving pieces in my life. Trying to do anything big in life, you're going to be scared. Does it paralyze you? And what is fear? False evidence appearing real. The biggest fears that you're living in right now aren't even real. Not even real. So with that said, that's, that's what drives me. That's my biggest fear. I want to maximize and I want to die on E. I want to give life 110% every day, whether it's for the next 50 years or if I have six more months left. But, but switching the lens, Chris, what is your biggest fear? About to drop an F bomb. <laughs> failure. Sounds generalized, you know, to say failure. But for me, as I was saying before, it, it took me, like you, a long time to figure out what I wanted. We all went through phases in our life, right? Trials, tribulations, right? Things we didn't even want to go through, but we had to, because that's the character. That's what created us to be who we are today. You have to go through that. But it took me a long time to figure out what my purpose was, what my passion was, right? And now I know what it is. My vision is clear. It's so clear that now I can see the potential of where I can take this thing. And my fear is failure is dropping the ball. I'm carrying this thing. I'm running faster and faster. 
and God forbid I forgot to tie my laces or I trip up. That's my fear. I don't want to drop that. And for me to continue to combat that is to constantly learn. What's got me to where I am today, which is not even that far, is constantly learning, right? I constantly educate myself, teaching, right? And for me, it's investing in myself. I learned early on going into bodybuilding that when I wanted to do bodybuilding, this was not no quick fix. This was not going to happen overnight. I wasn't going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in a year. It's day in, day out, consistency, years. People look at me and they're like, Chris, I wish I could look like you. This is 15 years of consistency. I never stopped, never took a break. You know, I just trained consistently and I did it smart and I started to learn and invest in myself because what happened was when I got into competing, what happened? I, I hit a wall, I hired a coach, right? Took me to the next level, turn pro, right? Same thing now. I constantly listen to podcasts, read books, have a business coach, right? You cannot be fearful of certain things. I am not scared to go broke, right? I will dump my last dollar in knowing that it's a good investment. I've been broke before. I don't care. What was the worst that's going to happen? Just pick myself back up and start over. Mm-hmm. But if you are investing time, money in the right places, it'll come back tenfold, always. But it's constantly feeding the beast mentally, you know, physically. You have to be at the top of your game. And I will always hold myself to a high standard because, again, I am fearful of failure. And not only do I fail in a sense when it comes to business, I feel like a huge failure to my family. These people rely on me. You know, my son looks at me. He wants me to, you know, play with him, support him, my wife. You know, I take care of these people. And I will not allow myself to go down. And I'll never let anybody tear me down. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's my biggest fear. So I'm, I'm a beast in itself. You get in my way, I'm going to tear through you. Doesn't matter. You have, and I'm loving too. You got to be compassionate, but you got to be a warrior, mm. right? I got to be loving. I got to be compassionate with my family. But I also got to know if someone comes in the way of us and our, and our livelihood, you know, the road comes off. You know, now, even though fear, even though failure is your biggest fear, will you ever fail? No. And that's a perspective. Because even if you want to quote unquote call me or, or I say that I fail, I will not take that as a failure. I will take that as a learning opportunity. I will turn that into, hey, don't you ever do that again. Right. If I took it as a failure and I'm just like sitting in my pity party, you know, I'm just kind of withering away in, in my sorrows, where is that going to get me, right? It's okay to sit down in the pain for a little bit. I think Tim Grover is the one that said, you have to, don't just jump back up. Sit in the pain because you need to remember that's not what you, where you ever want to be. Mm. Experience that. Get back up and then you fight again. It's that perspective shift, that right there. And I asked you that question, and most people would probably say, yeah. You think you'll refer? Yeah. No. I will never fail. 
You won't fail. I can hear it in your voice and the passion that's coming from you. I will never fail. One, if I have control of my actions, I will never stop. Two, how do you perceive failure? You might, I might fail and do it wrong, maybe not as good as I could have. Like you said, I'm going to learn from it. Because the moments that you fail are the moments that you learn, are the moments that springboard you to get closer to what you want and who you are. You are never going to fail as a father. You are never going to fail in business. You're going to learn valuable lessons, and you're going to sit and say, no, 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 I can never do that again. And you're going to redirect. It's lessons. It's not failures. You will never fail. You'll fail in life if you give up. I believe a failure is someone that quits. But someone that fails and learns a valuable lesson and doesn't repeat it and grows, I think the most successful people have failed more than anyone you know. Mm. And I use the term failure, but they took that as a learning experience. You have to continue to go through those. If everything was so simple and it was just uphill forever, that, I mean, that'd be great. But are you really learning anything then? Everybody could follow that path. You have to go through the, the valley. You know what I mean? You have to go through the darkness. That's what gets people to be stronger, you know, mentally, you know, physically. How do you think people like manage that kind of stress? Because they've been through it. You have to, you have to run through mud. You know, you have to get dirty to get to where you want to be. Nothing's so clean cut. Life is not like that. It shouldn't be like that either. But how do you embrace that? Courage, bravery, your character. Those are amazing attributes that we need as men and women. Because if every single time you were fearful, you just stopped. You just stopped. There's people we admire most in life and stories that have echoed through history. They were petrified, but they were brave. They were courageous. The moments they were shaking in their knees, David versus Goliath. You've got to face things head on. The biggest thing is, is fear is not real. Fear is something and it's an illusion we make up in our mind. But whatever the fear is that is holding you back, face it head on. Sit with it. Address it. Figure out what its name is. What does it feel like? What is it holding you back from? Because I know what my fear is, not living my purpose. Your fear, is fa- your fear is failure. And when you said that just now, the whole energy in the room shifted because that's real to you. That's unique to you. That's your driving force for your family, your wife, your kids. Your That's you. When you figure out your driving force, you're unstoppable. You have to acknowledge it. Don't just shove it in a corner, in a closet, you know, cover it up with some dirty clothes. Mm. Look it straight in the face. It's hard. It's hard. It'll get you emotional. But that's what it's going to take. Because as long as you continue to keep shoving that thing in the corner, it doesn't go anywhere. And all it's going to do is pull you back. It's going to haunt you more and more and more. Yep. Every time you close your eyes. It's like the monster in the closet. There's no monster in the closet. But so often as a kid, we thought the boogeyman was underneath our bed. There was a clown in the closet. No one was there. Something that wasn't even real was giving us nightmares. And as an adult, there's no boogeyman in the closet. But there's some type of boogeyman that's controlling your life that's holding you back. Embrace it. Mm -hmm. So we just want to share with you guys, we have fears. There's things that drive us. There's things that we think about on a day-to-day basis that makes us scared. I'm petrified of not living my potential. Chris is petrified of becoming a failure for his family. But, we were, but that's never going to happen. 
Because every single time life gets hard, we look it straight in the face and we address it head on. We don't run from it. For me, fear and the failure turns into fuel. Mm. Got another F-bomb for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But, you know, sometimes we want to go deep. We want to let you guys know that, yeah, we want to be positive and uplifting, but we've been through hard stuff. We're humans, too. We have bad days. We're scared. We stress. But those things do not stop us. So often, anytime someone gets a, a tiny little bit of fear, they stop. Maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe this is God or the universe giving me a sign. No. There's no sign. There's no stopping this train. There's nothing that's going to stand in your way because you made up your mind. Dude, I don't even know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm fired this up. This thing got me fired up. You guys, like, I'm telling you, sometimes we, we leave this podcast and we'll turn it off. And we'll just start talking and then turn it back on, mm-hmm. turn it back on real quick. And let's just, let's just talk. And that's what we want to do for you guys is just give you guys something to think about. And obviously we, when we're talking, it's very organic because we're, we're talking about an emotional point. We're talking about trying to get through tough times. That's what we're sharing with you guys. We want to share the things that we talk about that help us because I'm telling you right now, you know, we wanted to talk about fear because you know, this is how, what fuels us to be better. But now I'm so fueled up and fired up. Like it's, this is, this is cool. And this is why we do this. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. And if, if you do always share this with someone that needs to hear it, like it, you know, put it, put it everywhere. Cause again, we're just trying to voice, trying to touch some people, you know, and there may be someone that doesn't know who we are, but they want to hear something like this. Face your fear head on. Look at dead in its face overcome it and be great and live a massive big life because you are destined to do something big. We believe in you. Do you believe in you? Boom. And we're out.